This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Wire. The Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray. And the 2019 Offense Rookie of the Year is... Kyler This year's most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. Jackson himself. Look at him turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles! He is Houdini! Touchdown! Patrick Mahomes with a rope! Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami. All right, guys, welcome back to the Established Pass podcast presented by Clutch Points and our friends at Blue Wire. I'm your host, Blake Lovell. With me is my co-host, Dylan Reagan, and uh, we're back here to make our picks for Week 8 in the NFL. And, uh, Dylan, before we get to that, of course, uh, I think we're all surprised that you have showed up on time here for this podcast because uh, you were busy celebrating the Dodgers World Championship, and uh, now you're going to try to carry some of that momentum over into your picks here for Week 8. Yeah, you're giving me a lot of credit for being on time. We did, obviously, no one would know based on when the podcast comes out at the same time every day, but we are recording a little later. Uh, definitely was a, a fun evening celebrating, and <laughs> we'll not stop celebrating for a while. So a lot of fun, but yeah, excited for to make these picks because I, I think last week we, I think we may have missed, or I, we may, we had really good weeks. So I think I may have missed only the Seahawks-Cardinals game, maybe one other game. It was a pretty successful one but every time that happens we get humbled the next week mm. so hopefully we can actually string together some really solid uh, pick uh, well, weeks here keep that phrase in mind because i'm going to tell you right now this is the least confident i've been in my picks this season as i go through this entire board we spent probably 15 minutes before we started recording just trying to find my betting lock of the week um and even some <laughs> of my other picks like i pick some upsets like it's it's, it's some wild picks we've got here yeah. this week, but I think for the most part we're pretty similar on a lot of these uh, after I changed one of my picks. We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, let's start with the game of the week. Yet again, we have one game we've identified rather than usually. Sometimes we kind of split it, but uh, it's kind of been this way. There's been one game that stood out above the rest, and that is going to be the Steelers at the Ravens. The Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. I mean, Dylan, this is the... This is the game we wanted uh, based on what we've seen yeah. from these two teams this year. The Steelers get that big win uh, in Nashville here against the Titans. And then now they go on the road to play the Ravens. That's a tough task to go back-to-back at Titans, at Ravens. But uh, at least they got the win against the Titans. And now that sets up a pretty big showdown here in Baltimore. Yeah, this this is a really tough game to pick for me just because uh, definitely on the Steelers, I feel like they've improved as the season's gone on. They got away with some kind of sloppy games against some pretty bad opponents where they eked out some victories. But now it feels like they're actually you know coming together more. And obviously that, that lead they blew, but they still had, there's a reason they had such a substantial uh, advantage there on the Titans. And then the Ravens, obviously the one loss, they look pretty bad against the Chiefs, but otherwise they've dominated the competition in front of them, have beaten them some, up on some pretty bad teams as well. 
And yeah, easy, easily our game of the week. This, these teams are number two and three in total uh, team efficiency DVOA. So, I mean, you don't really get much better than that for a, a regular season game. And we get to see them twice. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I just, I tend, I, I feel, you know, I don't know. I have a hard time picking against Lamar Jackson and that the way that defense is really showing up too. They're, the offense isn't having the best uh, start to the season compared to you know how just insanely efficient they were on um, both sides of the ball. They're they're down in the twenties in passing efficiency, but I I don't know. Just something tells me they're going to find a way to eke this out. And the Steelers, as much as I I feel like I you know I did pick them to win this division, and I still think there's a, a shot at them doing so. Uh, winning this game will go a long way towards that, but I just feel like just part of me wants to pick the Ravens. Uh, three and a half point spread though. I I really couldn't. <laughs> Uh, possibly even consider this a, a lock or anything close to that. If anything, I would probably, uh, if I was betting, go on the Steelers because I feel like it's probably a field goal game either way. Maybe I should have considered this as my betting lock of the week, and rather than picking the Steelers to win, I could have picked the Steelers to cover the three and a half because I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm going to stay confident with my betting lock, which we'll get to in a second. But I'm also picking the Ravens here. Uh, I just think, you know, I don't know. With the Steelers coming off of that big win, they obviously have a lot of confidence, a lot of momentum, but... I think the Ravens come out and win this and what should usually, you know, as always, just a, a very tough, aggressive, competitive game here, and uh, that should be no different uh, here in this one. All right, to our betting locks we go. And uh, as I said, this was, uh, I mean, I've gone against the Jets so much now. and Of course, my streak was snapped last week <laughs> with the Bills, just the, the Bills. I mean, who who are they? Like, what are they even doing here? Yeah. Because they ruined my betting lock streak for the entire season. I'd gotten every one of them correct up until last week. Uh, and now they have just, I don't know, they've confused me to the point to where I'm not picking against the Jets anymore, even though the Jets have a monumental spread this week uh, that even I considered probably as my second pick on this board. But instead, yeah. somehow, some way, I have been led to believe <laughs> that picking the Cleveland Browns as a betting lock is a good idea. And that is what I'm doing this week um, as they are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Raiders. Boy, I don't know how I got here. Uh, who knew all it was going to take was, you know, the Bills just completely uh, screwing up everything to just put me down here to this point of picking the Browns. But that's what I'm going to do because the thing is, I think the Browns will win this game. And I assume if they're going to win this game, they probably win by a field goal or more. So I guess it makes sense, but at the same time, I mean, Adela, I'm sure as you're going to point out, it's not as though the Browns, even though their record is good, it's not as though they've been Mm -hmm. the most impressive team in the league. No, I mean, obviously they've gotten dominated by the top two teams they face, the Ravens and Steelers, and they've beat up on everyone else. Uh, The Colts, the only team that uh, really stands out as their uh, one kind of defining victory, I guess, and Otherwise, yeah, not the most trustworthy team. They're right there in this, similar to the Raiders in terms of uh, DVOA. I think, yeah, they're 22 and 23 with the Browns yeah, just ahead of them. So uh, in terms of the advanced stats, they're not exactly standing out. I, I, I'm picking the Browns to win, but yeah, I do not have the confidence factor to go with this as a lot because the Raiders are kind of a team that, we, you know, they've beaten some pretty good teams and we, uh, week to week. You don't know exactly what we're going to get there. Obviously they beat the chiefs. They beat the saints. Like those are 
and then given how good the uh, the Panthers have looked, that one, that victory looks better too. So they're kind of a tough team. They've played a pretty tough schedule. Um, I'm sure they would have liked to have played the Patriots now rather than when that offense was humming. Uh, obviously, the Buccaneers are at full tilt now, and the Bills were playing really well. So, I mean, they played a really tough schedule, unlike the Browns, uh, for the most part. So, uh, it's like part of me almost wants to flip the other way, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the Browns as my pick. But, man, I don't – that betting luck, I'm, I'll be – There'll be something if the the Chiefs end up winning by twenty something points and the Raiders eat out a win. I, I hope that mm. last week didn't throw you off your uh, off your uh, you know uh, street there too far. Well, it's got me flustered. It's clear when I'm going when I'm picking the Browns and betting lock, I'm flustered. Remember, this is I'm the same person last week who almost considered picking the Falcons as my my betting lock, and I decided not to overthink it and go with the Bills. So. I think things are really starting to spiral here when it comes to my betting lock. So uh, maybe play the uh, the way of Vegas that uh, what is the winning formula is to go against um, the strong opinion. And so now that my strong opinion is just going the wrong way, maybe you pick the Raiders here and uh, get some nice money out of it. All right, yours, Dylan, I, I honestly probably like a little bit more, and I almost thought about picking it. This was probably one of the three I would have considered outside of that Chiefs-Jets uh, game we'll talk about in a bit, but that's the Bucks on the road against the Giants. Ten-and-a-half-point favorites are the Bucks. I mean, if this was nine-and-a-half, this would be a lock 100% for me. Um, you know, ten-and-a-half I still think is probably going to be okay just because, again, we've seen what the Bucks are capable of. We talked about it in the last episode of the podcast. They're rolling right now. Uh, the Giants... Uh, they are the Giants. They're in the worst division. Um, and, and quite frankly, could wind up being the worst team in the worst division uh, when it's all said and done because of my my faith in Washington. Uh, but I, I get it. Like, the Bucks are going to win this game, and it's probably just a matter of seeing by how many. Yeah, I've just I've kind of been uh, lately going on the Bucks train. That's kind of in the play in terms of at least my a few of my betting locks. Not three. This won't be three consecutive, but it'll be at least two and one more not that long be- uh, ago. And yeah, I just it, it comes down to how dominant the defense has been is a huge part, but also how well the offense has really started clicking all the way to six in DVOA now. Uh, defense is still number one. That's why they are the top DVOA team in the NFL, whereas the Giants, not surprisingly, down at 29. So I just thought that the mismatch on both sides of the ball, I know the Giants' defense has had its uh, flashes, but, and yeah, I just, but man, I was like, uh, after last week, I know I picked them to beat the Raiders by three and a half or four or four, whatever it was. And I felt like that was just way too hard. It did not make sense. And sure enough, they blew them out. And I feel like they, in Vegas, they're adjusting here by getting moving this uh, spread to yeah. 10 and a half. I just don't – I don't think it's quite big enough. I think the Bucks are just too much of a mismatch on both sides. I think they're going to win at least by two touchdowns. Yep. I think the Bucks take care of business here, but uh, clearly I'm more confident in the Browns. Uh, we'll see. But uh, there you go. <laughs> Bucks uh, should get the win. Over the Giants. Now, let's get, if you've already thought I've lost my mind in the first 10 minutes of this podcast, now let's get to the next part, the upsets of the week. Uh, because I'm going with, I think, point spread-wise, this is the biggest upset I've picked uh, all season. That would be my guess, because I think yep. most of the ones we've picked have it's usually... Yeah, it has to be pretty close, uh, I think, just in terms of uh, overall picks. But the thing is, the spread on this game started <laughs> at 3.5. Now it's all the way up to 6. And for me, that is moving pretty quick in the other direction. Um, And I Mm -hmm. think this is going to be a high-scoring game because we've talked about it. The Titans' defense has not been good at all. Uh, Now the Bengals' defense hasn't been great either. But at the same (laughs) time, I think the Bengals are at home here. Titans are coming off of that loss to the Steelers. I could definitely see this as a spot 
where the Titans come out flat. Um, the Bengals and Joe Burrow get off to a quick start here, put up a couple touchdowns early on this Titans defense, and then you see the Titans in a similar spot where they're trying to battle from behind, and then maybe, you know, at the end, you, you get that first signature win for mm-hmm. Burrow. I could see that scenario playing out. I'm going to pick the Bengals here as my upset of the week, um, and, you know, not not surprised for any long listeners of the podcast that I'm going against the Titans, because remember, I picked the Titans <laughs> to win last week, so... Everything that I have picked from last week that has really, you know, gotten to the point to where it's going the way I didn't think it was going to go, I am really turning my back on those teams now. Um, so I'm gonna <laughs> pick the Bengals here, man. I just there, there's something about this game, and I told you I think there's something about this week where we could see mm-hmm. a lot of different upsets based on some of these matchups. Um, I think this is one that is totally possible, even though we've seen it though. The Bengals have really struggled to find ways to actually win games, even though they've been yeah. in a lot of games. Yeah, they're great at covering, and I, I love that you're making these revenge picks after what these teams <laughs> did last week. That's amazing. But yes. I, I think uh, I'm picking the Titans, but I do think, yeah, that six-point spread or, or uh, might have just moved at least on ESPN to five-and-a-half. I mean, that it just seems a little high given, yeah, the Bengals five-and-two against the spread. Uh, Joe Burrow finds a way to cover, and as we know, the great ones cover. Yep. And then the, the Titans two-and-four against the spread despite their five-and-one record. They keep playing these one-score games. It's probably going to happen again. I just think their offense is a little too good for me to pick against them. They're still ranking third in total DVOA, uh, uh, passing the ball so efficiently. I think Tannehill's at 15 touchdowns and two interceptions. Just He's put in a lot of great positions to succeed with their the way their offense works, but he's also making great decisions. He just feels so comfortable. And I, I do love rooting for, you know, I find myself in some of these games uh, where, you know, I'm not a Bengals fan by any means, but find myself rooting for Joe Burrow. He's so fun. He's so electric. I, I do agree. There's going to become, there's probably going to be one of these uh, like signature wins, like you're saying against a, a team that with a decent uh, upset for the Bengals to get a victory. It could happen this week. I wouldn't be shocked if it does, but I'm going to hedge towards picking the, the Titans just based on how good their offense has been. Yeah, should be a fun game. Maybe one of the more entertaining games of the week. Uh, we'll see. As a as a Joe Burrow fantasy owner now in every league I play in, I uh, picked him up on the waiver wire this week in the family league because he was still out there uh, because, of course, Kyler Murray is on uh, by. And man, that's Kyler Murray. So that's we'll have a discussion on him. But my goodness, he's been fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would like to see this be a high-scoring game uh, for sure. Uh, oh, also as a T. Higgins fantasy owner now. Boy, those two. Joe Burrow <laughs> to T. Higgins. What a, what a combination. Um, all yeah. right. Dylan, we're on different sides on this next one for your upset uh, pick of the week. Uh, the 49ers at the Seahawks. Uh, can't say I'm surprised to you going up against the Seahawks here, uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going to pick the Seahawks in this one. I think they're going to win, but I am also not against your pick here because, as we said in the previous episode of the podcast, 49ers have really seemed to turn things around, and uh, this should be back to being that type of game we thought it would be at this point, uh, you know, aside from that slow start that the Niners got off to due to the injuries and such. Yeah, the Niners now only one of three teams that's top 10 in, in DVOA in both offense and defense, along with the Saints in Tampa Bay. Uh, Arizona, surprisingly enough, I know we're not because they're on the bye. They're uh, 11th and 9th, so they're uh, definitely making their way up there. But yeah, they're actually, uh, San Francisco's a little bit ahead of Seattle and DVOA by one spot. Uh, ESPN's Football Power Index has this as almost a 50 50 game. It's 50. 0.3% for Seattle, 49.3 for San Francisco with a little bit of room in the middle for a tie. So I yeah, I think it's a coin flip game. And I just, it, yeah, it comes more down to how much I trust both sides for the Niners right now with how they're clicking. I know Seattle's defense has obviously been so bad, but they've been better against the run. So in that way, 
and it's part of why even last year they weren't uh, a great matchup for San Francisco. Uh, obviously, they split those games, but they were both came right down to the wire. One game went to overtime. Obviously, the, the dramatic Week 17 ending. This easily could have been, you know, if the Niners had a little bit better record, maybe a consideration for another game of the week, too. I think this one's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but just part of me with the way that, yeah, Seattle's defense is just – it's tough for me, especially against a team as yeah. balanced as San Francisco is, how great their defense has really bounced back the last few weeks. Um, it's going to be a huge test for them um, on that side. But I think the fact that they're going up against Seattle's defense will really alleviate that enough. And, yeah, just uh, out of the upsets, I didn't have a lot this week either. I just felt something <laughs> in me at this point. I don't want to uh, doubt the Niners after kind of feeling like they had a chance to beat the Rams. And sure enough, they did. And, yeah, probably going to be sticking with them after what they did, uh, you know, last week in our as we both picked them to uh, upset the Pats. <laughs> Yep, we did, and uh, that should be yeah, should be one of the better games of the week for sure. Uh, before we get to the other games and make our uh, quick picks for some of these others, let's talk to you about our friends at Indeed. Uh, even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. And Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com, the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control, payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time with no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, just like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. And right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with our free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere, so go right now. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. All right, let's pick up here with our quick picks. Uh, Falcons at the Panthers. Uh, The Panthers are two-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. I guess you could have made this in consideration for a possible lock of the week mm-hmm. uh, with the Falcons, but uh, I'm not touching any Falcons games at this point uh, <laughs> because they just, man, I, if I was if I was someone who just, like, bet on every game, uh, I, there is no chance. Like, I would say, all right, I will bet on every single NFL game aside from any game the Falcons play in because I don't know how in the world do you ever know what you're going to get from this team. As we saw last week, this team mm-hmm. just seemingly is cursed uh i mean it's just they find ways like never before to lose games and i guess because this is a thursday night deal i mean you know we should probably expect another wild and wacky situation probably between these two uh but i i just i can't pick the falcons i, I picked them last week I, I don't even know what i was thinking but i i'm picking the panthers here we talked about the Panthers. the panthers have looked pretty good here yeah, I definitely would have considered this as a possible lock, like you're saying. There's something about the Thursday night game, though, that throws me off a little bit. Um, and the Pan- I just, yeah, I, I picked the Panthers to win, and I, I feel pretty confident they will. But the Falcons are, again, they, they're not as bad as their 1-6 record. It's, it's a, you know, kind of a joke because we keep saying this over and over and over again. Uh, it seems like season to season, they're, they're much better than their record. They have more talent. But yeah. you see the way that they dramatically lose. It's like, all right, there you go. And sure enough, they you could have another dramatic loss where they do cover with a one or two point loss. So, uh, yeah, just don't, yeah, don't feel comfortable enough <laughs> betting against Atlanta. Like, you just don't know exactly who we're going to see week to week. Um, and, yeah, the Panthers, I do, you know, trust that they are on the right path. They've 
great performance last week against the, the Saints. Uh, you hope they could take care of business here and get this win, but just the Thursday night part two, again, that makes me just a little less sure. Yeah, not so sure about it uh, with them, uh, so we'll see uh, what happens there. I, I just I can't pick the Falcons. Can't do it. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Rams at the Dolphins. Uh, this is one, obviously, with uh, Tua now in the spot of uh, being the guy who's a quarterback for the Dolphins. By the way, uh, I am now the proud owner of Tua in our Clutch Points Fantasy League. Um, as I decided to – remember, I made the gamble and picked up Andy Dalton – and uh, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm 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 done with this. I'm sorry. I just, I'm not seeing it. And even when he's back on the field, I just, the Cowboys are the Cowboys. And I'm just, I'm not there. So I, I decided to pick up Tua. So now, now I get Burrow and Tua on the same roster. Uh, so quite a, quite a quarterback uh, situation there on the fantasy team. But uh, I don't necessarily mm-hmm. think this is going to be a good spot for him because I think the Rams uh, are probably going to come in here and defensively do some things that obviously he's probably not seen before. Um, so I think it's a tough spot to step into. I actually almost consider this a possible betting lock of the week because I think wow. the Rams are going to win this game um, and probably win it by a touchdown. I know you're not on that same train, but I just – I don't <laughs> know. Like I, I – again, I'm not saying that I think two is going to come out and play terrible here, but I think it's a tough spot to step in when your first full game here – against a yeah. team like the Rams, and I just think they're going to present some challenges. And, and I think if the Dolphins were to get behind, I don't know that, that I feel like, you know, in this kind of spot against this kind of team that they're going to be able to play from behind, you know, down 10 or 14 or whatever and come back and win a game like this. Yeah, it's a, it, you know, Fitzpatrick was playing. I may have considered this as a possible upset of the week, depending on what the spread was. I I mean, the Rams have played really well this year on the East Coast, but that's because of the quality of the opponents they've played um, in those early slots uh, as they swept the NFC East. Uh, whereas the Dolphins are not not a joke. Like I know, obviously, you know that, but like they've cl- they've climbed up the DVOA ladders all the way to 13th. They're above Buffalo right now, which is yeah. insane, as well as uh, some other good teams. The Rams are there, number seven. Their defense has kind of come along, and that's why. Yeah, I'm picking the Rams here because I do think. It's a combination of both sides of the ball where the offense, you know, against a pretty good, as we've talked about, a pretty good Bears defense was able to do basically whatever they wanted for certain portions of the game on Monday night. Um, and then, yeah, it's like, I don't know, Miami, I, I really do think they're a tough team. And I feel like this is going to be like a, a really close game that's going to come right down to the wire. I think Miami has that talent. We've seen what they've done the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, they also stuck in it with Seattle. I think that was a game that, you know, out of some of their losses, that one was like, all right, these guys are legit. And sure enough, I mean, yeah, at three and three, like we, we've kind of talked about, they definitely are in the playoff picture. They got a shot. Um, uh, but it's going to be a tough, like you're saying, for Tua, for this to be his first start. That's That also, uh, for me, as much as I'm excited for him overall, thought about picking up in fantasy. Of course, you're able to nab him. Teddy Bridgewater also nabbed, of course, before I could get him. But, um, yeah, just it's it's. I think he'll have a good season and maybe could lead Miami to the playoffs. But I think this will be a, a one game where uh, the Rams will find a way to eke it out. Yep, should be uh, an entertaining one there, I think, in Miami. Uh, this next one, maybe not so much, uh, even though it is a battle uh, you know, for the AFC East with the Patriots at the Bills. I just, man, I just kind of see this being an ugly sort of game. I uh, could be wrong, but maybe it's also a scenario where it's not so ugly, and I think that may not be good for the Patriots because I think the Bills could put up some points here. And mm-hmm. I just, uh, the, the Patriots' offense right now, I'm just not, yep. 
you know, I, I don't know. Like, I just don't know about them. Um, I just don't know that they're mm-hmm. going to be able to come into a game like this and put up enough points to beat the Bills. So I'm going to pick the Bills here. Um, man, I'll tell you, if this would have even been at three, I may have considered this because I, I it's hard to say that, like going knowing that the, the Patriots are coming off of two losses like that uh, and thinking, man, am I yeah. really going to pick them to lose again? But I, I do. Like, I just think it's a it's a new season, <laughs> um, new era, and I, I just think the Bills are going to win this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking the Bills as well. I feel pretty confident that they'll take care of business in this one. It's, it's you know, like you're saying, with New England's offense, uh, it's been a struggle, and I just I do not trust what we've seen from them in the last few weeks and how what we're going to see moving forward. Uh, they've ran the ball pretty well, so maybe that gives them a, a chance here because Buffalo's run defense hasn't been fantastic. Um, so that that's like the one factor that makes me be like, eh, maybe. But then I look, and it's like, as for how bad we, we talk about, we expect so much more from Buffalo's defense. New England's 25th in DVOA on defense, too. It's yeah. it's insane how that side of the ball has kind of declined the last few weeks. And, yeah, so right now it's it's tough to trust them. They're going to have to – it sounds weird to say the Patriots are going to have to regain a trust back. It's not even the Niner uh, blowout loss. It's For me, it's still looking back at how – against a really bad Bronco team, how that game went. And I'm just like, man, I don't know. I don't know about these guys. And at two, yeah, this means we're both predicting the Patriots to start two and five. Even if Stidham was the quarterback before Cam got there, I never would have uh, put that as a prediction going into the season. Yeah, I don't think I would have either. But, uh, man, who knows? Uh, So, yeah, trying to keep the door open for the Dolphins, apparently, are these teams. Uh, We'll see what happens here. Patriots win, the Dolphins, maybe they start making their move. Uh, we get we get Dolphins, Washington. We get all these teams to playoffs this year. Just just make it wild. Uh, let's just let's just make it wild. Uh, these two teams. Not sure if they're going to get the playoffs, but we'll see. Uh, Colts at the Lions. Uh, Colts are three point favorites in this one. I think I'm going to put this one in the category of the games that I don't know necessarily what to expect. And yes, also it could just be one of those games that's kind of like, eh, I don't know because. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I really don't. Like, this is that I don't know game of the week because it just feels like a weird game. Um, the Lions, as we mm-hmm. know, like, they they can produce some weird games. Uh, so can the Colts. And so I'm actually going to pick the upset here, I guess, from a Vegas standpoint. I'm going to pick the Lions. Um, I don't love it, uh, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I just – the Colts, too, I yeah, I don't know, man. I, just, I feel like I got a lot of noises for this game, but – I don't really have a lot of uh, knowledge to add to it because there's just this is like this feels like one of those games where it's like, man, the Colts and the Lions, like who's going to win that game? And it's just it's a tough call. Yeah, I'm picking the Colts. I don't feel fantastic about it because, yeah, they've they haven't looked great. They haven't been the most encouraging team with their performances, obviously, just barely beating the Bengals, uh, losing to the Browns. Just had some weird games, um, but they they still rank so high in DVOA because that defense is still all all the way up at number four. They have the second ranked special team, so I, it's just hard for me to always you know I pick the lines in some instances, but it's always against teams with bad defenses where I feel like they're gonna be able to feast and they'll find they'll just do enough to win. Obviously, they barely like on should have probably lost last week. <laughs> uh, they they just got you know they face another team that seems to be snake bit and the Falcons and they got the the last laugh, but. And this one, yeah, it, it, like you said, it is kind of a weird game. It's like Philip Rivers has looked at times awful. Then he played great against Cincinnati. I think Detroit's defense is a little better, but it's not 
fantastic by any means. Um, they don't necessarily defend the run insanely well either. So that's like another part for me with Indianapolis where Mike and Jonathan Taylor, uh, as we both are fantasy owners in different leagues, can he get going a bit? Maybe that'll be the difference. I, I yeah, I'm just picking the Colts because I feel a little more safe with them, but two teams that I yeah do not trust at all uh, too much at this point. Yeah, yeah probably not. <laughs> uh, the one team I do trust right now is the Packers, even coming off of that, mm-hmm. uh, the way that game played out uh, against the Bucks. Of course, they bounced back with the win against the Texans. And so I feel pretty good about the Packers. I don't feel really good about the Vikings. And the Packers are six and a half point favorites in this one. We talked about it. I almost thought about this as a betting lock pick, but, you know, divisional games, um, you know, Vikings coming off a bye. I think there's a lot of different things that went into this thinking, man, the Vikings cannot be as bad as their record, can they? Uh, but, man, yeah. I don't know. Like, they're they're pretty bad. So, um, I, you know, I, I didn't even think twice about picking the Packers here. I think they're clearly the better team. I'm just most interested to see, I mean, are the Vikings going to do anything that's kind of pushes them forward. <laughs> this this would be the way to do it, like to come out and get this win here. But again, we talk about teams you can't trust. Uh, there's no way I could trust them to pick the Vikings to actually win this game. Yeah, if anything, I thought about this as a possible betting lock there. But as we kind of discussed before the podcast, these games between the Vikings and Packers, for the most part, are usually closer than the, the what we saw when they played earlier this season or week one, I believe it was, when the Packers kind of blew the Vikings out. I, I don't anticipate that necessarily happening the same way, but I just, yeah, they're so much better. And they're, I mean, they're de- even though the Packers defense hasn't been fantastic, the Vikings offense has not been fantastic. I think it's a better defense than what they uh, were able to put up points against in uh, Seattle. So it's just, and on the flip side, yeah, the Vikings at this point, the Vikings defense still so young, they have not defended the pass uh, insanely well. They haven't defended the run well either. So it's just, I know Aaron Jones is still, it's a question mark whether he's going to play. Um, but it's, it's like, you can't really pick against the way the Packers have looked. And obviously as we picked the Vikings to win the division before the season, it's so funny looking back now, but now I'm like, I could never see myself, no matter where this game's played, maybe it's not a betting lock, but I do think the Packers are the better team and we'll get a win. Yep. I think so too. And, uh, you want to talk about a game where I think we know which team is the best, uh, in this particular matchup, that is the Jets at the Chiefs. Chiefs, 19 and a half. And the fact that I even considered this as a game that I felt was pretty much a lock. And as you said earlier, I'm probably going to look back on it and say, why did I not pick the Chiefs to win this game by three touchdowns? Um, what do you say? Like, I, I don't know. Like, the Jets, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you say. Like, <laughs> there's just, I cannot see a path to the Jets winning this game. Um, if Patrick Mahomes didn't play, I would still pick the Chiefs by two touchdowns. Um, like I, I just don't like, like I, I cannot see a scenario where the Jets win this game, uh, or maybe even keep it within double digits, to be honest. Yeah, this is right there with the, in terms of DVOA, uh, just completely being overmatched, the Tampa Bay being number one and the Giants at 29. Here we have the Chiefs all the way up at four with a, a defense that's ranking in at least the top half of the league. Uh, down to the 32 of the Jets. So basically the same difference, obviously a much bigger spread, which is why I picked the other game yeah. as my betting lock. But I do think the Chiefs will win by, or should win by 20-plus uh, points. I think it might come down to them just, you know, in the second half, honestly, playing some of their backups, who I wouldn't be surprised if those guys continue to put up points against the Jets. Like you're saying, if Mahomes isn't playing, I still would pick the Chiefs by a couple touchdowns. This is easily the biggest mismatch also on ESPN's uh, football power index. It's a 94.1% uh, matchup predictor in favor of the Chiefs. 
Well, only 5.8 for the Jets. That's one of the that's one of the bigger mismatches we've seen all season. That's why this is such a huge spread. It's going to be ugly. Um, it, it's like <laughs> I remember. I think it was like a couple weeks ago. Someone on Twitter posted the, just like the picture of this game. They're like, "Does this really need to be played? Like, do we have to have this game happen? Can we just for everyone's health and uh, everyone's sake, can we just let the Chiefs uh, ride in the W? Because uh, there's no way that they lose this game, and most likely they're going to completely dominate with a huge margin. Well, if you're a Chiefs fantasy owner, you want this game played every day because uh, <laughs> then again, I think about that. You know, we say that, but I'm like, Chiefs could get up 28 nothing the first half and Mahomes and company may not play the second half so uh you never know yep. about that kind of stuff so that's, six sixes he's not even yeah, yeah he they don't even need the score on offense that's that's <laughs> what worries me about a game like that when it comes to fantasy some people are like well it's a slam dunk but then I think about it I'm like yeah not really you know when you think about it so um I don't know but uh, we'll see we'll see what happens there with that one uh, but all right, let's look, go ahead to the Chargers at the Broncos. Um, I originally picked the Broncos to win this game, and I almost like used your methodology in it. it was like you know, just when you think the Chargers uh-huh. should win a game like this, they lose it. Uh, but I I flip my pick back here. I I don't know, like that. The thing that keeps coming back to me is that Broncos Patriots game. But then I think about it, I'm like, we're seeing kind of what the mm-hmm. Patriots are right now, and I don't know that that was necessarily the kind of win that, you know, is going to be standing out to us very much the rest of the season, just based on where the Patriots are right now. So I think the Chargers, we've said it. I mean, with Justin Herbert, like they've really started to come along. This is going to be a tough matchup, I think, from a a defensive standpoint. Like there may be some things the Broncos will be able to do uh, that won't exactly be easy. Uh, But I don't know, man. I just, I think the Chargers probably are the better pick here. Yeah, I'm picking the Chargers as well. It's like you said, you know, just when you think you can trust them, usually this is the game they'll lose. And sure enough, we'll be here next yep. uh, Monday talking about that. But Denver's defense does present a pretty big challenge uh, for the Chargers, especially on the road. But they've played well. Justin Herbert's played well against good defenses, especially the Saints game, I think, of, and, and his performance in that one where he just looked fantastic against a defense that's ranking in the top 10 in DVOA. So it's not that much of a, a stretch to say he'll play well. It's really the other side that flips me, though. The Broncos' offense is so bad. They're really bad, and the Chargers' defense is starting to come along. I just think up front – it's a pretty huge mismatch on that side of the ball. Uh, I think the Chargers will get a lot of pressure and create a lot of problems. That's the main reason I'm picking them to win this game. Yep, Chargers should get the win there in that one. Uh, Saints should get a win in Chicago against the Bears. I'm picking the Saints here. They're four-point favorites. Um, I mean, we know, like, this is, again, this is all about the Bears' offense. Like, what are you going to get from the Bears' offense? And are they going to be capable of putting up enough points to stay with the Saints, whether they have Michael Thomas or not? doesn't really matter, probably, I guess. Uh, this, is a, this is a game where the Bears, you know, they've just – They've got to find some things on offense. And, um, you know, we keep talking about, like, they're still in a spot to make the playoffs. And I just keep looking at this team. I'm like, man, like, this this team may actually make the playoffs. Like, they may have a chance here. Uh, But I I don't know. I I think this is another one they look at and say, man, I, I think the Saints should win this game by a touchdown. We know the Bears' defense can be stingy. There can be some things they can do here, but mm-hmm. I just I don't see the Bears scoring enough points to win a, win a game like this. Yeah, same here. I, as much as I uh, am really starting to be pretty high on the Bears' defense, I know they didn't have the best result against the Rams, but it didn't really drop them down much in DVOA. I, they're still really, really tough team against the pass. But it's Drew Brees, it's, uh, you know, the, and they got so much balance, as I said, one of the only uh, three teams that ranks in the top ten on both sides of the ball. So 
picking the Saints, uh, even though I would not even consider this a lock because, man, the Bears, <laughs> even just when you think for them, it's like the flip side. When you think they're going to lose, they come out and win a game. So uh, especially because they're at home, I'm sure they wish they had a little worse weather. I think it's like, what, like 43 degrees and partly cloudy. I'm sure they'd like that to be uh, frigid temperatures for the Dome team on the road, even without fans there. So uh, I, I think it'll be a close game, but I, I do think the Saints will ultimately pull it out, yeah. Yeah, I'll go with the Saints here too. And then what What else? How, how else would you wrap up Week 8 than with the ultimate, <laughs> yes, like the <laughs> ultimate showdown <laughs> in the NFC East between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are 7.5-point <laughs> favorites in this game. Oh my goodness! Like, I this is just this this should be a game right here, and that's the thing is the problem isn't this <laughs> this I'm gonna pick the Eagles, but this shouldn't make the Eagles feel good because, like, I I can't even say that I'm picking the Eagles with a ton of confidence because we've seen the Eagles, yeah. and like they're the Cowboys are in a bad spot. We know that, and apparently you know Ben DiNucci is gonna be the quarterback here, and I don't think anyone had that mm-hmm. on their their bingo board earlier before the season started that he was going to be playing quarterback for the Cowboys this year. But, I mean, the Eagles, again, it's not like the Eagles have just been great. They're, they're dealing with lots of injuries themselves, um, even mm-hmm. against bad teams. I mean, we've seen it, like the Giants game. Like, they're not a lock to beat anyone. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I just hope this is just a glorious mess, to be honest with you. I, I hope this is just a game <laughs> that, you know, I don't know, like 14-13 or something, like just eight turnovers. I don't know. Like, it's just... I don't think it's going to happen. I do think the Eagles are going to win this game, and honestly, I think they probably win it by a touchdown uh, or more. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I'm like, man, this is the NFC East, and I just, I don't know. Like the the Cowboys, I don't know. I, I just let's can we can we talk about Washington? I know they're not playing this week, but I just feel like <laughs> can we can we do that instead? Yeah. Seriously though, and I know, like we were joking on the last podcast about all these games in prime time that are still left in this division. It's, it's funny because yeah, usually this would be the uh, premier game, and and even even last year when, <laughs> and I think in yeah. week seventeen they played for the division, and it was the, one of the standalone games in the afternoon slot. But it was such a even not compared to this season, but it was still like not great football. It wasn't like it wasn't like the defenses are dominating. It was just a low scoring bad game and. Yeah, I don't trust the Eagles enough to possibly consider this a lock. I know we kind of talked about that earlier, and I was like, but, you know, they just barely, they needed two late touchdowns just to beat the Giants by a point. So it's like, but Dallas does it at this point. I feel like I trust the Giants more than the Cowboys. How crazy is that? It's Mm. gotten to a weird, weird place with Dallas. They've fallen all the way down as a, a... to second to last in DVOA as a team, uh, it's pretty staggering. I know, I know that Mike McCarthy, I guess, is holding out hope that Andy Dalton could be back by the end of the week um, and play. But I, yeah, like I just don't. What? Why? There's, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. It, that was a pretty brutal hit, obviously, that he took with that concussion. I don't know how you rush him back with, you know, what are you really playing for? I guess. I mean, I guess Dallas technically can still uh, win this division right now. They only have, according to Football uh, Outsiders, a 13.4 chance. Uh, percent chance to win the division with yeah Philly and Washington easily the two favorites right now it's it's just too ugly for Dallas for me to be even with all the Eagles flaws all their issues I still think the Eagles will find a way to win it and hey they're so we're, we're joking about a team being maybe six nine and one winning the division right now their mean wins that they're predicted to get a 6.8 division uh, title baby let's gosh. go Eagles. just go <laughs> go get Ryan Fitzpatrick and go, you know, Seriously. win out. Like, go get Ryan Fitzpatrick, win out the rest of the way, and you're you're fine. Like, come on, I, 
I mean, you put him with that group, I think they would win some games. Like, I would, I don't know, man. I would, yeah, I agree. 100%. So, find a way to make it happen, Jerry. You've got to do it. Because, again, that's a situation where, like, Miami, they're not going back to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, it's not happening. Like, once you go Mm -hmm. to Tua, like, you're not going back. And I think the same thing probably with the Chargers, like Tyrod Taylor. Like, they're now with Justin Herbert. They're not going back to Tyrod Taylor. So, I think they're set. If they lose games, they lose games. But they're going to roll with these guys. So, I mean, why not? Why not see what you can do there if you're the Cowboys? So, uh, we'll see. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm just – this is a game that's – yeah, this is unlike – any Cowboys-Eagles game we've seen in a while, that's for sure. So we'll see what happens there yeah. uh, with that one. But uh, there you go. There are picks for Week 8 in the NFL. Uh, as we said, lots of intriguing games, but uh, there are also some that are pretty hard to predict when you think about it, uh, and some that aren't so hard to predict, uh, as we mentioned with the Chiefs game and such. But uh, So that is it uh, for Week 8. But Dylan, we've got a lot of great stuff going on over Clutch Points. Uh, don't worry, lots of coverage of your Dodgers and uh, mm-hmm. taking out all the great things going on and maybe a few not-so-great things that are going on uh, with the fallout of that game uh, and uh, all the other yeah. stuff happening in the NFL and the NBA here uh, moving forward over Clutch Points. Yeah, you can go into the Clutch Points app to follow. Now only football left, although it sounds like yeah. at least the NBA is going to try to bring games back much sooner than I think they should, but, you know, there it is. It's fine. But you can follow all those games, all the NFL games, the NBA when it's back, and MLB when it's back uh, in the Clutch Points app. You can follow all of our news uh, coverage uh, with the NFL trade deadline coming up. We've got tons of rumors covered. We've got tons of, uh, you know, looking at, like you just said, great possible trade scenarios. I, I definitely agree that Ryan Fitzpatrick would be a, a fantastic fit for the Cowboys if they want to do make something happen this season. Uh, so you can read all that on Clutch Points. If you go to clutchpoints.com as well, uh, you can search fantasy football. A lot of fantasy coverage, uh, sending a little bit more content this week. Uh, definitely got a big week for a lot of us as we try to make our way into the playoff race. I think I'm sitting at four and three in both leagues. Need to make some moves. Need to need to make some better decisions with uh, not starting Cam Newton and maybe starting Baker Mayfield. That's what it's come down to. Well, you need to, uh, again, I've got to, uh, uh, I'm not getting rid of Joe Burrow, but uh, I am willing to listen to trade requests uh, because somehow my running back situation, I think it's because I drafted Kareem Hunt. So it's like Kareem Hunt has just become like a top five yeah. guy every week. So now it's like, I have nowhere to put Jonathan Taylor. Like, I've got Josh Jacobs. I've got Todd Gurley. So, uh, anyone in the Clutch Points League listening to this, i got a lot of running backs that uh, (laughs) if you want to send me some wide receivers right now, uh, I would be willing to to take a look uh, for sure. So, uh, yeah, check all that stuff out at Clutch Points. Uh, Lots of great stuff going on over there. Fantasy advice, all sorts of stuff. Uh, Check it all out there. And uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use. You can find us on there. And uh, thanks again to the fine folks at Blue Wire for all that they do. And thank you, as always, for listening. And we'll talk to you guys next time here on the Establish the Past podcast. Let's tell you about our friends at Bet Online football back in full swing. And while you may not be out of game this year, you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online going the extra mile to make sure you get in on every possible chance to win this season. From games, present totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. Get in on the season opening bonuses today. Start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. All you got to do, head over to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. And don't forget, use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word. 
BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.